Welcome to the Beyond the Skin Deep podcast with me, Jodian Vanessa. This is a lifestyle podcast that reaches beyond the surface to touch on topics that affect our everyday lives and emotions. Stay tuned and be entertained. Okay, so I have written about my story before. It's on my website at jodianvanessa.com if you want full details of it. But I will still give you a little background as to my cancer story and how I found out I had cancer before getting into some of the things that we as breast cancer survivors face. So in 2016, I went to my gynecologist to follow up on my polycystic ovarian syndrome, which I had been diagnosed with in 2015, having seen my period for up to 40 days at some point. I was put on several birth controls and other things just to get it under control. On this visit, though, I did a full checkup and there was a lump I had in my breast from the age of 18 that at the age of 18 I it was suggested to me not to take it out because truth be told it had a high possibility of reoccurring this was after we did the ultrasound and everything to prove that the lump was benign so it wasn't a cancerous lump or anything like that um we took that advice because it didn't make any sense to do a surgery that I'll have to do again at a later age. So we didn't do it. I think ultimately that was the best decision for me. Being that when 10 years later, when I went to the doctor, this was the lump that I think helped me to discover that we had um i had cancer earlier than i would if i had taken it out because if i had taken it out and let's say it didn't grow back i wouldn't have ultimately done this surgery at this point in time so i did the surgery as she suggested in 2016 um it was a day of parliament when she called me to give me my results however At the time, I didn't know it was she who was calling me, so I didn't answer. And I was carrying out my job as a journalist at the time. It wasn't until the end of Parliament I saw missed calls from my mom coming in as well. And I returned it and she told me my gynecologist at the time was trying to reach me. Upon calling my gynecologist, she asked me to come in because she needed to discuss my results with me. And, um... On top of that, she was willing to wait if I couldn't reach before the time she would normally leave because she'd leave like one o'clock on that day. And to be honest, I knew I wasn't going to reach by that time to get a cab from work to write a story because it wasn't going to be a long story to write the story, hand it in and everything. It just wasn't going to be the right time but she said she'd wait and she did wait 
I went to the doctor's office and she said to me, Hey Jody, as we thought the lump that we removed was benign. So that was good news. Um which was strange to me because I couldn't understand why she was telling me this good news or why I had to go in to hear that good news. And then she said but and she said when she said but I started to get nervous and she said, but we found a tissue beside it that has DCIS. DCIS is ductal carcinoma in situ. Um, that's breast cancer before it really has spread, you know, before it reaches stage one. Um, so that's what I had. And I... She was explaining all the things to me. And it was like everything was happening in slow motion. She was like, Jody, you heard me? And I was like, yeah. And I was completely normal until my mom called me. When my mom called me and I had to repeat to her or tell her what my doctor had just told me. That's ultimately when I broke down cried lost it and got overly emotional you know but i did my second surgery and i have followed up with my checkups every year since then and have remained and have remained cancer free up until this point which to me is ultimately very good news Personally, as a breast cancer survivor, I realize that there's more that comes with the illness than the illness itself, so to speak. There's more to just, okay, having to do the surgery. I was lucky and I caught it quite early. So while chemotherapy and radiation was recommended, it was an option for me and I could opt to or not to do it um, some people aren't given that choice and for that reason you know you have different struggles everybody or everyone's cancer story is different everybody feels different emotions but no one just feel just goes through the illness like how you might have an as an asthmatic, I can compare it. You might have an asthma attack and you know that you're asthmatic, but you, you wheeze, you take the puff, you calm down, and then it's forgotten until maybe you have another attack again. And if you get everything under control, you basically don't really think about your asthma. The same doesn't go for something like cancer. For breast cancer, I can tell you it's something that emotionally and mentally follows you once you've been diagnosed so i'd like to highlight in this podcast some of the things that us as cancer victims might feel and go through as i said for each person they might feel the same things or different things but we all go through 
our own have our own story to tell and this is mine One of the first things I struggled with was PTSD. So what happened was I started to overthink everything. So if my right hand hurt me or my right shoulder hurt me, it's because the cancer is back or it's because I'm developing some illness. Or I mean, I go to the doctor now more usually if i have a headache for an extended period of time because i suffer from migraines i'll just continue to take the pain medication no after a certain point in time i go to the doctor and i check it out my back hurt me i go to the doctor and check it out i go to the doctor a little bit more often um i'm going less now because of covid and i don't and i don't really want to expose myself um, even though I caught the virus before, I still don't want to expose myself to it again. So for that reason, I have visited a little less for the last year and almost two years. But before, yeah, I kept checking on myself to the doctor because the last thing I wanted was for the cancer to be back and I didn't get a handle on it. And one thing I realized that i will tell anybody who is going through something whether it's depression anxiety physical illness whether it be cancer or asthma whether you book your toe please do not go to the university of google to search for your illness because i can laugh at this situation now but <laughs> it really wasn't funny um I remember my breast I have eczema and uh, but usually I don't get it on my chest so as karma would have it um this time I'm seeing my chest stripping and I started to do research um and it was the same breast that I did the surgery on so I started doing research and you know, Google give you worst case scenario because it told me how, yes, there is a certain cancer that is on the skin that attacks the breast like that. And I swore my cancer was back. I actually did my ultrasound earlier that year because I was nervous about it. And only to find out, hey, nothing is wrong with you. You are just having mind over matter so like go to the doctor guys do not go to google because google if you are stressed already google will make you go crazy do not do it but yeah i went through and i'm still i still have a better handle on it now i'll admit i am better at it now but i still go through nerve-wracking experiences i still go through the nervous phase and i still go through this stressful emotional phase every now and again especially when i need to do my test my ultrasound to see my yearly ultrasound to see if the cancer is back i literally have a panic attack on the table every year before the doctor comes in 
and try to literally break down in tears, wipe my eye, hold it together till the doctor finishes with me. And then um, I get back to myself. But I, it's, it's a traumatic experience for me. And every year I go through it. It's not something that gets better. For me, it coming like it gets worse the more often I do it because you just feel like the longer, the more you do it, is the more likely it is to come back. I know it should be the opposite, but that's how I feel. So PTSD, that trauma, it it, it really does sit with you for a period afterwards. next thing for me was trying to become comfortable and understanding the physical change in my body i had always been proud of my breasts um they weren't particularly big or anything like that but i I liked them as they were and when i did this surgery i have no a scar straight along the right side of me and it took me almost a year to look at myself in the mirror without a bra i just couldn't look at myself without crying because i just felt like i was butchered not saying that the doctor butchered me but you feel like you were butchered because literally what they did was cut remove part of my right breast and yes they say it will fill in back but it never ever will quite match again it will always be smaller than the left and i have this scar that i just wasn't proud of this scar that maimed me and i know it was superficial but i was young i was I was still in my 20s at the time so I'm in my 20s you feel like you're at a prime you're not yet married you feel like you look a particular way you feel this kind of beautiful only for you to go under the knife for you to get a scar that hit on a part of your body that you were proud of and you wonder when you get married how will your partner even respond to your body if you can't even look at your body as it is it was something that it that i had to literally self-talk myself into i had to talk myself into understanding that this isn't a butcher's car but this is a warrior symbol, a warrior mark. It is a survivor's mark. And I, at least, you know, there are other persons who have gone through a lot worse and come through it. So I had to, although feel my process, I had to also understand that I'm not alone in this. I'm not the only person that went through this. And 
it's a bit superficial to focus on it like that because I could have lost my life and I have my life. I found, I was blessed to find out that I had the cancer so early. So basically I told myself to get over it and I did. I still have a little insecurity there, I will admit, but I'm no longer ashamed of my scar. So if I have on a bathing suit and it peeps out at the side, I'm no longer embarrassed by it. I'm like, hey, if anybody asks me, I say, oh yeah, I had cancer. That's my scar. And I move right along. Um, I'm okay with walking around the house naked and looking in the mirror and seeing my scar it no longer bothers me to the extent that I was when I just had done the surgery one of the things I struggled with was survivor's guilt the fact that I discovered that I had breast cancer so early, so I didn't do chemotherapy or radiation, um, I felt like I just did a second surgery. I felt like saying I was a breast cancer survivor was less than, was unfair. Like I wasn't worth saying that because I didn't go through the chemotherapy and some of the struggles that other person went through so how dare I speak about my story or feel like I can equate my story to somebody who might be who might be a stage four survival you know I think part of the reason is that I had a cousin who also had breast cancer and seeing how the disease wrecked her body when she had to do um, chemotherapy and radiation and knowing that I didn't have to do that. I struggled emotionally in silence. So I felt the trauma. I felt the fear. Every year I still, you know, get nervous as I said before when it comes to the my testing every time I feel a pain in my body I get anxious and my anxiety pain plagues me um, I go through a lot emotionally with it but I suffered in silence without speaking about it without talking to anybody about it because I was I just never felt like I should complain because there are persons who went through worse stages. There are people who went through stage four. How dare I tell my story when I never even properly go through a stage one? You know, how dare I say I'm a breast cancer survivor? You know, but I have the scar to prove it. I have the trauma to prove it. I have the doctor bills to prove it because trust me it, while uh, their bills would be more i still 
forking out that almost million to just do the second surgery was a lot every year doing that ultrasound is a lot so i have all the things to prove it but i just never felt like a worthy breast cancer survivor because i didn't go through the phase or the stage that everybody else seemed to had gone through but that wasn't fair and i realized that i was belittling my story you know how while i need not to compare myself to anybody else you know other person's story is worse than mine and they went through a lot more than i did it doesn't invalidate what i went through the emotions that i still continue to go through the things that i still feel the coldness the the outcast feeling that i felt went by a doctor when i went to do my follow-ups after my surgery you know i got i went through the experience i went through the tears i went through the trauma and being while my trauma is different from somebody else's own it by no means invalidates my trauma it doesn't mean i didn't go through anything and as such i have a right to share my story just like how everybody else have a right to tell theirs and it's not like anybody told me i shouldn't tell my story to be fair and nobody did i just it was just me and that's when i understood i truly understood what survivor's guilt meant or felt like because i never knew exactly what that was before but that was how i felt and i'm working through it of course i'm speaking about it now so i have gotten past a lot of it but we all need to share our stories no matter how small it is no matter how insignificant we think it is there's somebody else out there that needs to hear it there's somebody else out there that might be going through the same thing that you're going through and they're afraid to speak up so they need that voice to speak up for them so they so that they can speak up for themselves and for that reason i've decided to continuously share my story every breast cancer awareness month and if somebody asks me outside of then i will share it with them too and with no shame and no guilt of surviving but rejoicing and gratitude that i can and i'm alive to share it so that's my breast cancer awareness story and three things that i face as a result of being a breast cancer survivor um i'm sure i'm not alone with some of these things and these examples but 
whatever you're going through with I'm here to say you can overcome it you can pull through it and it's okay to feel what you're feeling in the moment just try not to stay there it's okay to cry for some time just try not to stay in the sorrow it's okay to be angry just don't stay in the anger the only thing you should stay in is joy and happiness you can try to hold on to the good moments and try not to live in the sadness or the trauma because life is so short that by the time you blink it might be gone so you have to ensure that through everything or with everything that you go through you find time to enjoy life okay so thanks for listening guys to another beyond skin beat podcast with me jody and vanessa exo exo For listening to the Beyond Skin Beat podcast with me, Jodi and Vanessa. It was great sharing with you. Have a wonderful day. XO, XO.